Hi there, and welcome to a different way of seeing. Have you ever wondered how a disabled person lives their life? Join our host Lois Drachen as she chats to people about work, education, travel, sport, the arts, and leisure, and the tools and techniques they use to live their lives with the disability. And now, on with the show. Hi there, and welcome to today's episode of A Different Way of Seeing, a podcast where we talk about all things disability. I'm your host, Lois Strachan. Today, we are chatting to Charlie Diasse, who is, well, he does all sorts of things connected with audio in terms of audio description, editing, broadcasting. He's a really accomplished audio engineer and producer. We're going to be chatting to him about his work in terms of audio and learning a little bit more about how he, being partially blind, is able to work in an audio-based field. Charlie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Lois, and I hope I'm going to be something valuable to your listeners as well. I'm sure you will. And, and in case people haven't recognized your voice, you also will be easily recognizable as the voice who introduces the podcast here on A Different Way of Seeing. So I thought it was about time that we got you into the studio to really chat to you and learn a little bit more about the work you do. But maybe before we get into some of your audio work, we should ask you just to tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Well, Charlie is someone who is just, um, uh, how can I say, an audio geek, um, to say the least. Um, I love audio work, but I'm a 33-year-old um, African male. I uh, grew up in Cape Town mostly, but love to travel, and I am blind. And what is the cause of your blindness? Well, I am suffering from birth um, uh, from something called glaucoma, and it has always um, been a part of me, and I've just learned how to deal with it. So glaucoma, what it does, it um, makes you to think that you can see while you're still growing up, but as as you are you, you grow up, it uh, fades into oblivion. And one day, even my sight will fade into oblivion, and I don't have any anymore. So yeah, I'm I'm grateful for what for the sight I do have right now. But um, I have to admit to myself and 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 and, and must understand that it's going to go someday. Okay. Part of the accommodations that you've made, the adjustments that you've made is has allowed you to get involved in the world of audio. What got you interested in audio in the first place? I started from a young age first. It was actually me trying to just, I was actually fascinated with um, why do people do what they do, especially when it comes to adverts, jingles, and all of those stuff. Um, and well. I was just fascinated by the radio, by the media called radio, and how it connected everybody from everywhere. It doesn't matter where you are. Everyone, everyone could listen to the radio. 
all around South Africa. There, 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 there was national stations that you could listen to that were broadcasting all across South Africa. But these people are situated in one place. And that's actually what 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 uh, fascinated me about the medium called radio. And I wanted to know what was happening and what are they doing and how do they do certain stuff. And the curiosity got, um, as, the, as, as the saying says, curiosity killed the cat. Well, it didn't me. It just made me more curious and wanted me to find out some more. Why does certain things happen? Well, long story short, my curiosity led me in order to be the sound engineer that I am today. Tell us a little bit about how you first started exploring that curiosity when it comes to audio. Well, what I did is uh, that I started learning um, the fundamentals of uh, a software. So you actually must learn how to use a software. So I started learning how to use a software. And um, that software uh, turned out to be Audacity, which was um, the easiest which I could use. Tried Reaper um, when I was still learning softwares, and I said, and then I found out that Reaper had too much <laughs> keystrokes and stuff to remember, and um, Audacity seemed like uh, the um, the common ground in between because I can't go to Apple because I can't afford it, and I can't go to 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 Reaper because it has too much keystrokes. So Audacity was the common ground for me. And um, I can safely say now that I am trying my hand out in Reaper in order to, to see if I will be able to do it. But yeah, Audacity was actually how I first started with audio and trying to uh, see how it, um, how do you do stuff. And actually a great teacher who was actually, um, and still, I still run to his um, clips on YouTube is Mike Russell. He is a UK-based uh, professional, radio professional. He does jingles and stuff like that um, for radios, um, promos, you name it. He does it for radio. And since he was an ex-radio presenter himself, so he's a voice artist himself. So loads of the things that I'm able to do right today, in today's time. He was a mentor, even though he doesn't know it, but well, he was a mentor. It's amazing how much information we can find nowadays on places like YouTube. There really is a wealth of information out there if we just look for it. And what about DJing? How did you get involved in that, your broadcasting work? Well, DJing and radio presenting was always something that I wanted to do um, from a young age. But I just told myself you know what i'm not going to pursue it until i am on the right age to do it so i so i always wanted to do it but i just didn't have the right equipment so you must send in demos you must do this you must do that you must so i didn't know what to do until i found out from a, the first radio station that gave me a break on how to actually do it because when you're blind you have to understand not everybody's going to give you a, a, a shot at, a, at your first time you always have to actually 
find yourself and find um, a mentor that's going to help you in order to do what you need to do. But um, it's not everyone that's going to give you a shot at the first time. A lot of people rejected me because um, they put in front my, 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 my blindness as to my, my abilities. So yeah, then I, what I did is I went to workshops, broadcasting workshops. Um, well, they took a lot of cash out of my pocket in order to do that. But I went, I went to those broadcasting um, workshops, asked a, a bunch of questions, network with a lot of people in order to get where I am today. So yeah, that's how I actually started broadcasting and um, wanted, and yeah, it was a dream of mine. I'm glad I pursued it. I love it still today, but I'm still going to reach much more higher than I, where I am today. And amongst the things that you've done recently is to start a podcast. Tell us a little bit about the podcast and what you hope to, to achieve with that. Who's your target audience? What is the podcast about? I'd love to hear a little bit about that as well. Global Network was a initiative which I started well, it was actually, it's actually funny how that thing started. I always knew I wanted to do a podcast um, since last year already, actually since 2020 when the pandemic hit, but I never knew how to actually start this thing of doing a podcast. And I had all my jingles ready. I had everything ready, but I just didn't know how to start. Funny enough, um, when I was still at my old job, um, which was a, radio, a community radio station here where I live right now, um, two, two, two young girls were talking about this thing of uh, women, or actually their mothers, trying to claim their um, trying to claim their salaries as their own um, after they've graduated from school and the things that they have to do and stuff like that, and I like literally ran to them and I said, look, let's get into studio. I think you have, an, you have something going here. How about we explore it? And good for me, they were willing to explore it. And um, that's how I started to record the first episode. Um, so yeah, I knew I had the name in place. I had everything in place and I knew what I wanted to say. I knew I wanted to start a podcast, but I didn't know how to start. My target audience, to say the least, it's um, it's 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 a young, it's that young girl, um, or that young boy, sitting at home, um, maybe from the age of thirteen and above, to 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 to, to an adult of let's say fifty, sixty, sitting at home, um, sitting and 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 they don't know, maybe. Uh, what they want to listen to or how, where they can listen to it, you understand? So I'm trying to 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 give each and every one something that they can listen to, and actually, um, how can I say? Uh, yeah, find like I'm trying to let everyone find something and make sure that there's something for everyone in my podcast, whether you are young or old. Listening to the episodes you brought out so far, it sounds like your topics are topics of general interest and 
that you explore them quite deeply with people as a source of information, maybe a source of inspiration as well. Would you say that that's accurate? That is accurate. That's true. Because what I'm trying to do um, with when, when I do an episode or an interview, um, I really try to go to the cracks of it and make sure I leave no stone unturned. Some may call me even an investigative journalist. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I'm there yet, but I'm, but I'm on my way. Great. We wish you success with your future episodes of Global Network. Other areas that you and I have kind of connected over is your work in terms of audio editing and audio description. Tell us about that work. How did you get involved with that and what do you actually do? Okay, uh, let me start with audio description. Audio description for, for someone who is um, first hearing about this here is how blind people watch movies, series, and stuff like that. And that's how I watch, watch, watch most of my stuff. Um, that is actually, so what it does is it leaves the dialogue, dialogue intact but you get an extra track which explains the actions that is happening around the dialogue. So the dialogue is left undeterred, but you get then the the, the, the extra track, which is the, the person narrating the actions that is happening around the dialogue. So if, for instance, if I should make an example, they will tell you, um, Don kicks a ball. If, if, if the scene is taking it at the soccer field, um, in the kitchen, she stirs up a, a, a bowl of, you see, whatever or something that that's an action that they're just showing you what is happening. What is my role in it? <laughs> so I do mixing. I do the editing and the mixing of the, of this, um, audio description onto the movies. Um, and I've worked on a couple, but, um, uh, we are starting again now soon and I'm going to be working again on a couple of movies again. Um, the ones I can remember is, uh, uh, Corona, and then there's one called, um, what is this? It's an Indian movie. I just forgot its name now, but when I think of it, I can't, I, I, I'll come back to you on that one. But, um, yeah, that's what I do in the audio description department. Audio editing then is then an, another facet that I do, which where I would um, go uh, to people and if they want their podcast uh, mixed, edited and packaged, that's what I do. I, I did it now for for a another young lady called Tanya Swartz and uh, she had a podcast and she knew what she wanted to say. She started the first episode, but she didn't know how to mix it all together and bring it all together in order to sound uh, fantastic and all of that. And that's what I did. And that's how I helped and, and came into play. And uh, it is at her podcast, mixed it all for her and, 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 and yeah, I left it up to her to publish today. She, 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 she up to the, up to this day, she is, um, yeah, going for her second, uh, third uh, episode right now. 
Um, if you want to go and check it out, it's called The Blind Mum. Great. Thank you. You also do audio jingles and that kind of work. Tell us a little bit about that. Audio jingles is then uh, where I would... So an audio jingle for a person who's who's not a radio person um, is then the the, the the one thing that you hear when a presenter, before the presenter speaks or the, well, after the presenter has spoken. Um, something like maybe KFM 94.5 or something like that. Uh, or something in that, in those, in those stuff. That's what I do. Um, so I do jingles because... Um, it's fascinating how to create something in 30 um, that, that will last only for 30 seconds or even a, a minute, but actually brings so much hype and so much joy when just to someone listening to it. Um, um, those things that for me is just, is just fun to do, even though they, 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 they you, you do it for so little time and you have to squeeze everything. It's so little time and make sure everything is said in that little time. Yeah, and, for me, it is so super fun. And in that sense, I guess it's a bit like audio description because often you have a fair amount of description to fit into a very short space of time. So time is obviously a, a key factor when it comes to a lot of the audio work that you're doing. Correct. Correct. You must, if they say um, this thing must be done in 30 seconds, you must be make sure that that thing is completed and everything is said in that 30 seconds. If they, they give you a leeway of um, maybe uh, to a one minute, then you know you have 30 seconds to one minute. You can't go over that one minute. Radio is a very demanding uh, profession in terms of timing. And I'm aware of that because... That dreaded dead space is something to be avoided at all costs. So with all of this work, and you're obviously out there in on your social media and things like that, how can people reach you if they're interested in learning a little bit more about you, about your story, or about your audio work? Um, so, yeah. For me, you can find me on uh, Facebook, which is L-U-B-A-B-A-L-O, Charlie Jassi, D-Y-A-S-I. That's where you can find me on Facebook. Twitter, it's at Jassi Charlie, at D-Y-A-S-I-C-H-A-R-L-I-E. And on um, on my email as well, you can find me at charliesa.dyasi at gmail.com that's charliesa.dyasi at gmail.com that's my email address and recently I have um, opened up an account in TikTok as well where I promote most of what I do uh, the work that I do such as the jingles and the stuff and my radio demos I do um, post them on there as well so you can go search for my name and surname and you will find me there, Charlie, um, D-Y-A-S-I. That's where you can find me as well on TikTok as well. And if you, and if any of you would love to, um, uh, for an audio mixing job or you want your audio mixed, you want a, a, a demo done or 
any of the sort, yeah, you do, do make contact on my email. That's mostly where I do answer. Um, so, yeah. You also have a YouTube account where people can check out some of the work that you've done. Is that still up and running? I forgot about that YouTube account. Yes, it is still up and running. Um, again, my name and surname, that's where you can find me on YouTube as well. Um, um, I'm also on there as well. I post some, some stuff as well on there. So, yeah, I, I just try to post everything all over. But yeah, um, for so when, so when you want to find me, I'm all over the, the, the place. Type in my name on Google and you'll find me. <laughs> and that's as it should be, I guess. As a final question, what advice would you give to another young blind person interested in getting involved in the world of audio? Where should they start? Sure, audio. Sure, Lois, that, that is a, 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 a tall order. But uh, let, let's let's do it like this. Um, you see, there's the one thing that I want to 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 take out of the equation first, and let every disabled. I'm not going to talk to to a blind person, but particularly I'm going to talk to every disabled person. Look, God has given you a brain in order to 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 do what you need to do. So waking up in the morning, you know what you want to do. You know what you want to become. It's not going to be easy, especially with a disability. It doesn't matter which disability you have. It's not going to be easy to get where you need to be. But there is ways in order to get around your, 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 your stumbling blocks and your obstacles. Find it and you're on your merry way. You are, you're off to the races. So that's what I do on my daily basis. And that's what I do on a daily basis. That's what I do in my daily life. People don't understand the cracks that I, or the obstacles that I have to actually go, go over in order to get one to get. But I don't let that define me. Don't let it define you either. Because you are greater than whatever obstacles stand in your way. If you want to become an, uh, an, an, an architect, do that. It's only your brain that can limit you from what, to what you want to become. So don't let anything limit you in order to 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 do to, to to become what you want to become. All of us had hard in um situations, all of us had hardships and stuff that we had to go through. But even yet yet here today, it does not define me nor stop me from doing what I need to do. I make sure I get I get to where I need to go. Um so my famous line that I always end with is um I'm I'm Charlie D and I'm living my life in, in, to the best of my abilities. What about you? Thank you for those words, Charlie. And thank you for joining us on A Different Way of Seeing today. It's been great chatting to you. Thank you so much, Lewis, for the opportunity. And hey, everyone, um, if you have learned something today, go and apply it. It's going to help you. I promise you. Thank you for listening to A Different Way of Seeing. We would love to connect with you. So find Lois at loisstrachen.com or Facebook, Lois Strachan Speaker. This podcast was edited by Craig Strachan using Hindenburg Pro. Hindenburg, it's all about the story. The credits are done at Naledi Media. Naledi Media, all your vocal needs under one roof. Read by Charlie Gyasi.
that's it for now. Thank you for joining us and see you next time when we bring you into the world of seeing differently.